0: Hey, you're listening to Yo, This Can't Be Life, the podcast that aims to educate and inform Black women on how to take better care of their physical, mental, and financial health. I'm your host Bree Montgomery, and I'm inviting you to join me as I interview resident experts to find out the cheat codes to living your best life. The information provided is intended to be general advice and should not be considered medical advice. For that, please consult your medical professional. Lavine Gas is a media entrepreneur and certified yoga instructor. She has a BA in communications from Clark Atlanta University and an MBA from William Patterson University. With a passion for the arts, wellness, and just simply feeling good, Lavine has written, directed, and produced stage plays and a short film. She also teaches personal and professional development workshops centered around vision boards and conducts theme-based mindful meditation classes focused on astrology, Chakra balancing, moon phasing, and self love, just to name a few. And with that, I'd like to welcome Lavine Gass to the show. Tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself.
1: So, I am what I like to call a serial entrepreneur. I have an undergrad in communications with a concentration in TV, radio, and film, and I have a master's um, in business. I also recently obtained my yoga certification, so I am now certified to teach yoga, which I absolutely love. In addition to that, I hold um, a lot of wellness classes where I teach meditation, I do a little bit of yoga and really teaching about personal and professional development with um, vision boards and mindfulness and just all things wellness and making people feel good about themselves.
0: Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. So <laughs> at, how did you decide to get into wellness in and all, you know, all these different areas? Like what kind of got you started? So I
1: got into yoga because a couple of years ago I had a series of car accidents and I had Uh chronic back pain and there was nothing that really made that pain go away. And I remember one day saying to myself, I guess I'm just going to have back pain for the rest of my life. So as quickly as that thought came in, I said, no, no, there has to be another way. And I remember going to doctors and asking them, should I do yoga? And all of the doctors said, yes, yoga will be great. So I took a yoga class and um, I took that class for maybe about a month. And I realized that within a month, the back pain went away. So I became hooked for yoga. And from there, I got into meditation and really started understanding mindfulness and really um, understanding the power of the mind and wellness, and really tapping into living a stress free life. So, once I noticed how those things really helped me, I started to dig deeper and started to teach people. And then that's what led me to get my um, yoga certification so I can, you know, be certified to officially teach people.
0: All right. I mean, that is so great. You went through all that. Oh my God. (laughs) It's just amazing how, like, there's been a recurring theme about women having to advocate themselves and do the research for themselves. Wouldn't it have been wonderful if they had suggested the yoga to you versus you saying, or you trying to figure out what to do and, you know, coming up with it on your own and asking them if it would be a good idea?
1: Yeah, because no one
0: out of all the doctors that I went to, and trust
1: me, I went to a lot of doctors and a lot of them would just say oh you want me to prescribe you um you know a muscle relaxer or Mm -hmm. some pain and I was like no I I don't want to do that because I didn't want to get hooked on muscle relaxers and and um you know a high dose of Tylenol and Motrin because you know that has adverse effects on your stomach absolutely so I wanted to go about it the natural way and I realized that not only did the yoga help me because In addition to me having the chronic back pain, I suffered with anxiety from driving because each time I was hit while I was parked. So now I have this fear of driving. So I was afraid to drive on a highway. You know, I was just whenever I came to a stop sign and and I looked in my rear view and I saw someone driving up behind me, I literally tensed up and I was that person that didn't have a fear to drive in metropolitan areas like a lot of people are afraid to drive in new york i was I was that girl i would drive in the city but i just became so fearful of that and then not only did the yoga help me with the back pain it also calmed me with my anxiety and then that's when i started doing meditation and i realized that you know, me concentrating on my breathing and me really focusing on different asanas, which, you know, um, and yoga, that's, what they call your poses. But in addition to my chronic back pain and anxiety that I got, it helped me with menstrual cramps. Cause you know, not to get too personal, but I suffered with really, really bad menstrual cramps. Oh, and wow. whenever I would do yoga, I would not have the menstrual cramps. So, Yoga has really helped me in terms of mind, body and spirit. And by definition, yoga means to yoke. So like, what are you yoking? You're yoking the mind, the body and the spirit. And that's really what it did for me. And I am really an advocate for yoga and meditation and all things wellness.
0: Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I could totally. I've been in a car accident before, and you're right. Like after that, you have legit PTSD. Oh, yeah. Like your muscles are tense. Yeah. Because I got hit by behind behind at a red light, so Mm -hmm. it wasn't. I wasn't parked, but I was at a red light, Mm -hmm. and it was like kind of traffic. And I guess the turning lane by me, so that lane to the left of me started moving. Mm -hmm. And because that person wasn't paying attention, they just start going because that Mm -hmm. other traffic start going and just Mm -hmm. hit me. Yeah. And then after that, it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And I would (laughs) have never thought about yoga for that, but that is so good that you mentioned that because I'm sure, you know, I'm not the only one, you know, listening to you who is like, wow, okay. A Mm -hmm. new avenue because you. And like you said, it's not even just that, but the, you know, the the anxiety, the PTSD, the menstrual cramps, the back pain, it's just like so much rolled up into one thing. It's just like, oh, so amazing. I love, (laughs) I love finding out about stuff like that.
1: And you just have to breathe. And that's and that's what yoga is about. Like Everything is going back to your breathing. You're centering yourself. And I can remember driving on the highway and feeling myself getting really, really tense. And I would have to say to myself, just breathe. And I would concentrate on my breathing. And within seconds, the anxiety sort of just rolled away. Because your focus isn't the unknown. Because that's really what the anxiety is. It's like, oh my God, is something going to happen? The focus now becomes... Your breathing. So now you're shifting your focus from the what if to the what is right now, which is mindfulness. I, I was mindful of my
0: breathing and that really helped me. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so great. <laughs> so I know we, we talked, we, we said we were going to talk about chakras today. Uh huh. So what is a chakra? I'm not
1: really familiar. Okay. So chakras are, um, by definition, it means a will. And whenever I teach about chakras, I always tell my students to think of that a will. So when you think of a will, you think of this circular object that's spinning and that's what chakras are. They are energy portals that we have throughout our body, but there are seven core chakras that are in our body and you want to to make certain that your chakras are balanced so that's the main focus of really getting in tune with your chakras so your chakras can be three ways they can be overactive which means that that will is spinning out of control and it can be a danger to you and it can be a danger to others it can be balanced which means that that will slash chakra is spinning at a balanced pace and then it can be underactive, which means that it's closed or almost closed. So that means that that will is not spinning at all, or the will is spinning at such a slow rate. And again, just like the overactive chakra, it can be a hazardous to you or a hazardous to someone else. So when it spins, it's giving off energy. So think of your aura when you meet someone, what, what is the feeling that you get from them? That's the energy that you emanate from within. Those are your chakras. And each chakra is connected to different parts of your body. It's connected to different colors. It's connected to different elements. And it has spiritual effects, emotional effects, physical effects, and psychological effects on all of us. So if those chakras are in balance, then those areas that I just, listed are going to be in balance and then if those chakras are balanced those areas that are listed are going to be balanced so you want to strive for balance
0: right right Mm -hmm. okay so you talked about like the different parts of the body so does Mm -hmm. each part of the body have a different chakra
1: yes so your first chakra is the root chakra and that's Located at the base of the spine, so let me just back up a bit when you hear someone talk about a chakra, you don't see a chakra, you don't taste a chakra, you don't smell a chakra. If you were to have surgery or to get blood, it's not going to come up on an X-ray, an MRI, it's not going to come through blood it's invisible, it's energy, right mm-hmm. but you. Do- Fill the chakra. So it's just like you ever meet a person and you get a good feeling about that person or the contrary, you meet a person, you're like "Mm, something about them. So it's the energy. Right. So the first chakra is located at the base of the spine and that's your root chakra. That is one of, if not the most important chakra, because that is your foundation. So the color that's associated with that chakra is red. And the element, the element that's associated with that chakra is earth. So I always teach people think of it as like a tree. So the tree is connected to the soil based upon its roots. So your roots are connected to your family. Now your root chakra deals with your family. It deals with finances, security, food, shelter, safety all those key elements of a foundation and then certain body parts that it deals with is the large intestine the anus um the bones and your skin so those are just some of the body parts that the root chakra deals with
0: wow okay that was (laughs) yeah was a lot of different things for just one so how just one how many chakras are there
1: so there's over a hundred chakras, but mainly people, when you hear people talk about chakras, they're talking about the seven core chakras. So then you have the first one, which is at the base of the spine. Then you have the second one, which is located two inches beneath your belly button, and that's your sacral chakra. And that chakra is is connected to your reproductive organs, your bladder, and your kidney. And it's also connected to the element of water in the color orange. The other issues that that chakra deals with is sexuality, creativity, and your emotions. So a lot of times when I teach about this particular chakra, which is one of my favorite chakras, I always tell people, think about a overactive Sacral chakra as a flood, and think of a underactive sacral chakra as a drought. So you don't want a storm. So you know, like if you're really, really overactive in that area, that flood can turn into a tsunami. It can turn into a hurricane. It can turn into a tornado. So it's dangerous to you. It's dangerous to other people. And then. On the contrary, if that chakra is closed or is not giving off any energy or just a little bit of energy, it's a drought. So that means that you may not have a sex drive, or if you're overactive in this area, you're promiscuous, or if you are creative, maybe um, you're balanced. So you you can create different things. And then, in terms of your emotions, let's say that you give off no emotion. You don't cry. Um, something can happen to you. You show nothing. You're just like a stone cold person. Then that area is blocked. And then, if you just go off on a tangent, you know, anyone says something to you, you snapping on them, you're emotional but mm-hmm. your chakras are so con- they're not that far apart from each other so let's say that you lost your job you, like we're dealing with a pandemic right now that is going to have a direct effect on your root chakra because it's dealing with security stability finances so of course if that area is really overactive or underactive so Either way, it's not balanced. That energy is going to move up to the sacral. And then if you're in a relationship, maybe you won't have a sex drive because you're so stressed out about money, you're not thinking about sex. And Mm. then maybe you go off on people because you're stressed out about money that you're not in alignment with being centered and grounded. So your emotions are all over the place. So that's why it's so important to understand your chakras and to be mindful because your chakras can become overactive or underactive second
0: by second they change wow wow mm-hmm. second by second that's crazy yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: okay so now that we understand okay we want them to be aligned and we want them in balance and it's all bad um and it just manifests in so many different ways when they're not balanced mm-hmm. what are some of the ways that we go about balancing or aligning our chakras
1: Okay, so the first thing that you need to do is first to go at it in terms of um, researching it with an open heart, an open mind, and an open spirit. You have to be open to the process. Most people who don't understand chakras, once you start to read about the chakras, you start to internalize it and realize that there is some overactivity, some balance and some underactivity within you. So you have to be mindful of that and mindfulness is being in the present moment without judgment. So if you realize that you're a little off or you're under, you can't beat yourself up. So you continue to research it. So that's number one. Number two is you... Need to really check in with yourself every single day and be totally aware and understand triggers because going back to that root, um, a lot of things from our childhood can really make that root chakra imbalanced or overactive or underactive. So you need to really be mindful of your triggers. We all have triggers.
0: Mm-hmm. So you need to
1: understand what can trigger you because anything that triggers you can trigger. Your chakra or chakras how you become balanced or maintain balance exercise doing yoga journaling aromatherapy getting a massage pilates color therapy which is wearing the colors that are associated with the particular chakra that you're working with eating fruits and vegetables that have the same color of the particular chakra that you are working with Mm -hmm. um using sage and crystals, doing Reiki, all that stuff will align you. So like for instance, your third chakra is your solar plexus chakra, and that's your seat of your power. That deals with your confidence, that deals mm. with ego, that deals with self-esteem. So if you're overactive in this particular area, you have a large ego. Mm. And the mm-hmm. element that deals with this chakra is the fire element. And when I teach people about this particular chakra, I always tell them to think about the sun because this element connects the fire. It also deals with the color yellow. So what is your sun like? Is your sun so bright? that it burns you and other people because that's mm. an overactive solar plexus. Or is your sun so dim that when you walk into a room, people don't even know you're there
0: Wow! because
1: you give off nothing. So that's a person who has very low self-esteem, very low self-esteem. They go to the back of the class. They wear black, not because they light black, they don't want to be seen. So that's, you know, so if you want to balance this chakra, do Pilates, do kickboxing, do anything that works with cardio where you're working up a sweat. Go into a sauna because this is dealing with sweating it out. So that's a way to balance
0: that chakra. Nice, nice. Okay. I I mean, and then just even the thought of like eating the vegetables the same color, like all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. That is just wow. It gets really mm-hmm. deep. Like you say, yes. you have to, you know, really do the research. And Come into it with an open mind, like that is such great advice because mm-hmm. especially if you, you know, you're like you said, you do your ego and all that kind of stuff. You have to kind of humble yourself a little bit, figure out, OK, I don't want to be like this. So what do I have to do? How do I how should I go about this? And it's yeah. so awesome that, you know, this is a proven way to go about that. Mm hmm. Now, you mentioned, like, crystals and things like that and sage. Mm-hmm. How, how would you use those? Like, what is the method to help with, you know, from a chakra's point of view?
1: So, with crystals, they come from the earth. And let's say amethyst, like, that's a popular crystal. Mm-hmm. So, amethyst is a crystal that you can use on your crown chakra, which is your seventh chakra that's located at the top of the head or your third eye. Most people are familiar with the third eye chakra. That's right you know, in the center, a few inches above your brows. So your third eye chakra deals with your intuition. It deals with that gut feeling. It mm. also deals with visualization and manifestation. So if you feel that you need balance in this particular area, right before you go to bed, you can place amethyst on either the top of your head for the crown chakra, or right on the center in the middle of your forehead for the third eye chakra. And that can balance it. Another chakra that's good for all, I'm sorry, another crystal that's good for all of your chakras is um, clear quartz. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times people use that for like their third eye or their crown chakra, but they can use that for all their chakras. A lot of people, because I sell, I have an online wellness shop where I sell crystals and things. And a lot of times, people, especially women, they want something for the heart chakra. And the heart chakra is in the center of your chest. And when you think of the heart chakra, you think of love, right? But Mm -hmm. it's not just love, it's dealing with grief, it's dealing with um, forgiveness, which is something that a lot of us have, you know, a hard time coming to grips with, right? Um, it also deals with being happy and having inner peace and, and gratitude. And so if you are feeling that you want balance in this particular area, rose quartz is great. Um, green aventurine, which is good for love, but also bringing you good fortune. Um, pink calcite is something that's great. So what you would do is you can get a crystal and you can put place it in your bra. <laughs> you know like you're going out for a date and you want to emanate love or let's say like a lot of times when I'm teaching a class uh-huh. I rose quartz in my bra because I want to emanate love to my class. Wow, they don't okay. know that is in my bra but it's there. If you're going on an interview and you want some level of confidence, you know as a woman Put some tiger's eye in your bra because that deals with balancing that root, that sacral and your solar plexus. And that's great for um, drawing in confidence. That's great for abundance. So there's so many different things for grounding, which especially with this pandemic, we Mm -hmm. all, I think, feel a little off. We need grounding. Black obsidian is great. Black tourmaline, carnelian is great for grounding. So what you would do is you can meditate with these crystals. You can do Reiki on yourself by placing the crystals on the particular area that you feel needs to be balanced or to maintain a level of balance. If um, let's say that you have anxiety with driving, you can get you black obsidian or black tourmaline and keep it in your car let's say that you it's it's also good for like psychic attacks so if you feel that someone is putting some juju on you or something like that (laughs) you can you can you can wear the bracelet so it's right it's it's great and and it's not good it's not only where you can use it for yourself you can buy crystals and place them around your house or in your Mm. office it's all about positive energy you know
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. You need that positive energy. Like, oh my Mm. goodness. So when you talked about the sage, I see a lot of that, you know, on social media and stuff like that. And I'm not sure that people always explain what they're using it for. Cause so you can just let us know, you know, what are the proper ways to use it and the, the reasons behind that?
1: So, when you see a lot of people um, on social media doing the sage, most of the time they're using white sage. That's like the most common sage. And really, what sage is used for, sage comes from trees, from, from mm-hmm. plants, and so, or herbs rather. And you burn the sage and the smoke from it, it can clear out stagnant or negative energy. Okay. In relation to your chakras, what I tell people, if you feel a little imbalanced, or let's say, that you feel good and you want to just maintain this level of positive vibes. I always tell people, take a shower. And after you take your shower, before you put on anything, sage yourself. So start from the crown and work mm. your way down. And what you can do is while you are saging yourself in a circular motion, just get into a meditative state. Some people pray before they do it. And, you know, they give thanks, so they're tapping into gratitude, opening up that heart chakra. But you can say positive affirmations pertaining to each chakra. So let's say that you go to the root. You say, I'm grounded. You go to the sacral, I'm emotionally stable. You go to your solar plexus, I'm confident. Your heart chakra, I'm a magnet for love. Your throat chakra, I communicate effectively. Your third Mm -hmm. eye chakra, I visualize my highest self. And your crown chakra, I am connected to to God, you know. And then as you say that you're you are balancing your chakras and you're just going in a circular motion by staging yourself. And so that's one way that you can do a lot of times um, when people purchase a home or they get an apartment or something they'll sage their home because they want to clear out that negative energy or stagnant energy but i always tell people if you're saging a particular space make sure that those windows are up because okay. whatever stagnant energy that was there that you're trying to get rid of you don't want to keep it in with closed windows you want to open the window and then just clear the air
0: okay okay yeah. that's good good advice mm-hmm. okay so I know you mentioned, you know, really doing research and, you know, getting deep and finding out more about these different chakras so that you can Mm -hmm. utilize them the best way. What are some good resources that you would recommend?
1: So when I got into chakras, you want to know my resource?
0: What? (laughs) Google (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Hey. It's been helping people for years. <laughs> Google Google was
1: my best friend. And then I ventured into Barnes and Noble. Okay. And I got books on chakras. And um, but yeah, Google basically was my foundation where it it started me off with understanding it. And then once I got into the different books, I had my foundation from Google. So I would tell people, go to a bookstore or go to Amazon and just type in chakras and whatever books that come out, come that come up, whatever resonates with you, just, you know, purchase whatever resonates with you.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So as far as, like, the different activities, I know you mentioned yoga. Are there any other activities that kind of complement or help you align your chakras?
1: You can do... Um, Gardening, that's a way that can help you align your chakras. For instance, connecting you with Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Also, um, connecting you with grounding yourself because you are touching the soil. So that's a way, that's something that you can do. Um, journaling is very therapeutic. I would encourage people to do that. And that's a way that you can balance all of your chakras Vision boards. That is, you know, I teach vision board workshops. And after I started getting into chakras, I understood that when you're creating a vision board, you're utilizing your solar plexus because that's your confidence. You're Mm -hmm. also utilizing your throat chakra because you're actually putting a plan together to set some goals, but most importantly, you're utilizing your third eye chakra, which deals with visualization. So if you are creating a vision board, that's a good way to tap into all those chakras, but primarily your third eye chakra and gratitude. Gratitude is a way that you can center yourself, but it opens up your throat chakra as well as your heart chakra, because a lot of times we tend to focus on the negative. And when you begin to write down what you're grateful for, it's a paradigm shift that happens and you realize that, wow, you know, maybe my perspective on how I'm looking at this thing or this person or this situation can change. And then that heart chakra becomes a little open. So that's another activity that you can do. Another thing is being kind to yourself and being mm-hmm. kind to other people and practicing positive affirmations because that will open up your solar plexus that opens up that heart chakra and it opens up your um throat chakra as well.
0: Nice. Nice. Such great advice. <laughs> and it's so crazy because there's some of these different things that I knew about, But Uh I didn't know it in relation to chakras. So it's just wonderful how all of that just works together to complement each other and feeds off the other thing. Mm -hmm. So I know you kind of mentioned it before, but if we wanted to work with you or get some of your materials, how would we go about that? So you can
1: follow me on social media. My handle is Lavine Gas. It's L-A-V as in Victor, E-N-E-G-A-S-S. So I'm on Instagram and um, Facebook. And I have a website, which is www.LavineGas.com. So L-A-V-E-N-E-G-A-S-S. And all my information is up there. I have an online shop called Synergy by Lavine, where I sell Chakra Zen Kits, which has um, a journal, a pen, tea, crystals, and sage. So all those things can help you align all your chakras. Mm. I also sell um, various crystals and different types of sage. So if you are interested in getting sage and getting crystals or just having a better understanding of that, you can go on there. And I teach virtual workshops um meditation workshops that I have and then I'm actually teaching a workshop coming up called channeling and healing the inner child and that has to do a lot with the root chakra and all of your chakras and um, a lot of us have a lot of trauma that we have not really come to grips with Mm
0: -hmm. and some
1: of us really don't have trauma but we sort of get so caught up in being an adult that we forget about tapping into our inner child and just being carefree and laughing. So this particular class is really going to be therapeutic. It's going to be a safe space, but it's going to teach people how to just really tap into that inner child and release it if there's some trauma there, but also to tap into that inner child and really hone in on the benefits of being childlike.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. I mean, because you're <laughs> right. A lot of people, it's pretty much one of the two, and sometimes it's both mm-hmm. because that trauma response is to be super, you know, adult. Like no, no games. All business, all the time.
1: Yeah, and life is so short. You know. Yeah. With COVID has taught us is that life is short it's so cliche to say it but you know sometimes you have to and and regardless if you have a child or not if you just look at children they can bring so much joy to us they have the biggest imagination um you know they laugh they're pure they're carefree and at one point we were all that but somewhere along the line It got lost in the shuffle. And for some of us, we forgot to dream. For some of us, we forgot to really be our authentic self. And this class is really going to go back to that.
0: Yes, yes. It sounds amazing. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I didn't even think about that. So guys, we had all of the tech problems this week, but we pushed through. Unfortunately, the end where we kind of say goodbye is not in the audio, but that's all you missed. And there you have it. What did you guys think? I learned a lot. I admittedly wasn't very up on my chakras or how they work or what they do. So I learned so much. And it's interesting how all the little pieces work together to make one big wellness plan. So I'm interested in how adding that in will change my wellness journey. Again, if you're looking for her, you can find her at Liveing Gas on Instagram, also LiveingGas.com. If you're looking for Yo This Can't Be Life, we do have an Instagram and a Facebook page, and that's at Yo This Can't Be Life. We also have a Twitter page. So if you want to go and see everything as far as the show notes, descriptions, the links, you can visit www.yothiscantbelife.com. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We're on several platforms, including Apple, Google, Stitcher. Please consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show and shows your support. Thank you. Until next time.